Hey everybody, on our podcast we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm Mark Morcillo, a director, actor, choreographer, and writer. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made in Hollywood. Today on our podcast we're talking about the film I just worked on, Delicate Arch. And what's shaking up at Disney? (laughs) We would like to say... Rest in peace for Kirstie Alley, who just passed away from cancer. Hey, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. We I'm, are back. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited <laughs> to be back. How was is, how is the, the break for you? The break was interesting Was it everything me. you needed it to be? Because I, don't, from, I don't know. <laughs> for me, I, I think it was. I, I think what I needed um like to be totally transparent was to have it out of my mind for like a second the podcast the podcast yeah and it was successfully out of my mind i mean i was working on a project so like that was like an easy way to like completely take it off but like yeah coming back at it with like having a a period of time where i just didn't think about it i feel good and i'm so ready ready to be back and doing it better than ever and we got lots of lots of people asking about it yeah that's what you were telling me i mean I yeah, my mom asks. <laughs> <laughs> my mom asks me. Strangely, you, my mom doesn't. Really? <laughs> I feel like she was one of our biggest fans, though. She would she would re-listen to the episodes because she wasn't exactly sure how to go move forward. Like, move <laughs> yeah. forward. Yeah, um, she she I definitely love. listens to all of them. I, that's for sure. Yeah. She... <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, definitely people have been asking. So here we are. So, okay, so you got to tell me what what you've been up to because I mean obviously I know a lot of stuff, but our listeners don't know about the movie that you've been on. So, uh when did that start and how long was the shoot? Well, I think I might have like briefly mentioned before we um ended our last season that I was doing this film. Um the film's called Delicate Arch. I uh started shooting what, like a m- month and a half ago? Because you missed Halloween. You know, our first shoot date was, was Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, no, it was Halloween because I was like, oh, cool, shooting a horror movie on Halloween. Um, and that's that was, right, it's a horror movie. Okay, yeah, it's Good. a horror movie. Um, so yeah, we our first shoot day was um on Halloween, and dude, I mean, this was it was so freaking it was really cool experience. Like for many reasons, one, I was in Utah, um, which I'd never been, um, and it just started snowing. Um, when I got there, like a little bit, it wasn't crazy. I got, I got to go up to park city, Mm. um, which was incredible. Um, that's where they do the Sundance film festival up there. And I'd love to go for that, but like people were kind of getting ready to start skiing and it's got, it's that ski town, that like small ski town vibe. Um, and I was playing the twin Peaks soundtrack over and over again. (laughs) Um, I love that. it It was literally always in my ear. Um, and another thing that was, that was interesting is when I first started doing it, I was a little nervous of the fact that me and my fellow castmates were staying in a in like essentially a house together. It was an Airbnb, but we were staying together. We all had our separate rooms, but I was like nervous because like it was like a week and a half in the beginning that we were staying together. We moved between different places because we were all over Utah, but the first week uh, and a half we were in U- we were in Salt Lake. And we were staying together, and I was nervous because I, I was like, I don't know these people. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. But um, I was so pleased. The people I got to work with, um, my castmates that I got to stay with, 
um, we became like really fast friends, like fast, fast friends. And, um, and I think it helps so much with the chemistry on screen, which is not something I thought about. I, beforehand, I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like, I hope, like, I guess like in the back of my mind, I was like, I hope it helps with the chemistry. And it really did. Um, and that was, that, was, that I think made the whole experience so much better. Um, but everyone got really close on this set. Like people got, like, we were like almost a family at the end of the, at the end of the thing. And it was sad for it all to end, but I think we made something really cool. So what's it about? Essentially it's, uh, four, uh, four like college students, um, are trying to escape a climate uh, disaster that's happening in Salt Lake City. Um, so they they go out to Arches National Park, and it's essentially a, it's an ensemble. I'm, my character would probably be considered like the lead lead, but we're all um, it's an ensemble cast. We get to Arches uh, National Park, and um, some weird stuff kind of starts happening. And you'd think like the weird stuff would be like, like oh yeah, there's like a monster out there or something like that because it's a horror movie. But really, the weird stuff's happening, and my character, um, specifically my character, starts to realize that he is in a movie, specifically a horror movie, and then he starts to realize what that means for him. The fact that he knows he's being watched, it messes with his head, and my character is kind of the one that knows, and I'm trying to tell everyone, um, maybe a little too late. Because they're like dying? um maybe yeah. you gotta see it i don't D- want to spoil don't the deaths in the movie but but that's essentially what it's about that's awesome who directed it uh matt warren matt um warren. yeah he works over at film independent um and he's he wrote it directed it um yeah he's a super good guy well i can't wait to see it either uh you know i've heard so much about it at this point i you know i feel like you know it's invested yeah <laughs> <laughs> You so <laughs> you know, but you know how set is like you know you're you're all together for like four weeks, three weeks, six weeks, whatever it is. Yeah. And did you feel like at any point there was like a mental break? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were many mental breaks. Um, we were also shooting um, in yeah. I mean, it was it's winter time. Oh, I mean, really, it's it's getting cold. It was like you know ten degrees, um, sixty mile an hour winds out there in the desert um and we're it's four in the morning um yeah people were at a certain point like mentally exhausted physically exhausted and it's surprising that we were able to keep going (laughs) 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 um but uh, but you know we did keep going and yeah the you know there were times but yeah it was all good at the end of the day so here in town um lots of things have been shaking up the town which i think is really interesting i mean everything that's happened with disney is pretty incredible with the ceo bob chapek being tossed out okay. you know the board coming together right. so how recent is that what cause did that did that happen like last week okay last week so i was here was i here in utah when that i think you had just gotten back oh, okay yeah but like what's the deal so dude they're so now they're switching it up what's the bobs switching. the bobs are cha- changing yeah they're, they're switching, switching the they're switching back is what they're doing so right. yeah so bob Iger uh ruled disney for i don't know how many years and you know disney was on top for that many years and he left he left it in bob chapek's hands uh and disney quickly the stock tanked he raised rates down at the at the theme parks and um i mean the the movies haven't done well he 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 was part of the whole controversy over in florida with the 
uh, don't say gay thing, all of that stuff. Wait, how is he part of that? So basically, Chapek just didn't come out firmly against the don't say gay bill in Florida. And I think a lot of people were really frustrated about that, that he sort of was apathetic. or Well, it's understandable. Yeah. That they'd be frustrated. Yeah, very. Uh, it's a, it's it's a fresh. That's a frustrating situation. I mean, in this day and age, and especially Disney being so, Disney. Let me get this right. This man is not coming out about the about these social issues because he's maybe too afraid, or or he's got, or he's homophobic in some sense, and he's raising the rates for the parks. Yeah, dude. I Dude, mean, I, I, I among, I, among I, other things, the, the stock has dropped, and I mean, it's probably. I think it was like, time for a change. A jerk. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So the guy, you know, I think it's it's a good riddance, to be honest. And Bob Iger is coming back for a two-year period where he's supposedly going to find another predecessor and let's see what happens but very interesting going on with disney i mean that whole shakeup. i mean the stock has gone up already and um i don't know i mean bob Iger is a welcome uh a welcome think of something smart here <laughs> <laughs> i mean bob Iger is a welcome breath of fresh air after that chapek mess so uh, you know, uh, you said you said you were gonna tell me some like little funny thing about Leo DiCaprio, though. Yeah, I, I do want to. I do want to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> for a second here. Um, okay, so here's the here's here's the tea. Um, okay, so uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, which I think pro- maybe some of our listeners already know this, he dates. He his cutoff has been 25 years old as far as the people he dates. Once. Uh, you know, a girl turns 25, they break up, essentially. There's there's charts online. You can look up Leonardo DiCaprio girlfriend chart. You'll see it. You'll see him. You'll see him going from 24 years old all the way up to 40, 44. And then his girlfriends are like from like 18 to 20 to 23. And then from 20 to 25. And then down to 20. And then up to 25. And then 24, 25. 25 is always the cutoff. Now, he, will... he, he's my hero. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so a lot of people were giving him a, some um, flack for that. Um, Why? He's Listen, Leonardo people are gonna DiCaprio. Give him flack, people are going to give him flack. Um, I, <laughs> I like, I, I personally, I like uh, Leo for a number of reasons. But there's another, uh, there's another theory though um, that I, I kind of want to talk about because I think it's, I think it's interesting. Um, so, uh, so Leonardo DiCaprio, supposedly, um, he has a extremely uh, childish sense of humor. Right. That's what I. That's the. This, so this is the theory. Um, when he was working on the t- Titanic, him and was it Kate Winslet? Mm-hmm. Him and Kate Winslet. So apparently, what he would do is he would. Um, he had a jacket and he would fart into his jacket and then put it over her head, and he was he would crack up. Now the director says that this happened. Um, like uh, uh, people from set said, like this this is the thing that happened on the Titanic. He would do this. Um, so he did this, and he would do the thing where he like turns his um, eyelids inside out. Like he was into that kind of like gross humor, and he's super. He was super into it. And you might say, okay, well he was younger then. And also, Kate Winslet apparently like loved it. She they they both thought it was really funny. They were and they were they were younger then. They both thought it was really funny when they were kids, even and the younger woman. Yeah, she thought I think it was they're funny. like early 20s back yeah, then. So she thought it was hilarious. Recently, um, he, uh, for the uh, they were, he was doing press for Don't Look Up, and Jonah Hill brought in like a fart machine. It, like you hit the button and it makes a fart noise, and um, Leonardo, everyone's in there. Meryl Streep's there. Um, every, the whole cast pretty much is there. And um, Jonah Hill hits the fart button, and Leonardo DiCaprio started cracking up, and literally 
could not finish the interview because he was laughing so hard at the fart thing. <laughs> so okay. the theory is <laughs> that maybe Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, isn't, you know, just breaking up with these women because once they turn 25, you know, they're too old for him. Maybe they're breaking maybe, up with him. Maybe they're breaking up with him <laughs> because once a woman turns 25, you know, fart jokes are not enough for her. You know, that's just not their sense of humor anymore. Yeah. So, but I will say um, that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is right now dating a 27-year-old. Whoa. So He's branching out. He's branching out. And this, this is the first, I think it's also funny that after this chart comes out, now he's dating someone for the first time over 25. Um, but we don't have to go into that. I just uh, I wanted to talk about this whole fart uh, humor thing with Leo. Well, you know what? Regardless of what his, uh, his uh, personal affectations are with humor, I, I think that he's a great actor. So and like, he's very funny um, in, uh, in Wolf of Wall Street. and other ugh, movies. Wolf of Wall Street's my favorite. Yeah, it's really good. God, I love that movie. Yeah. Did you like The Revenant? Yeah, I did, but I didn't like it as much. I thought, I'm, eh, you know, it was really good, of course, but yeah, I don't I, think I'd ever see it again, I guess. Is, yeah, I'm the same way. You like Titanic? I think the writing in Titanic's really pretty corny, really pretty lame. Wait, so give me your just top three Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Ooh, uh, definitely Wolf of Wall Street's number one. Um, maybe Boy's Life, number two. Uh... Boy, he's great in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, Catch Me If You Can's good. So yeah, good. that's probably that's probably my number one. Yeah, I feel like people didn't see that movie a lot. I feel like that too, but I think it's on Netflix. It's surprisingly good, yeah. and it's very and it's light, and it's based on a true story yeah. to some degree. I don't yeah, know. people like that for fortune and fame. <sighs> Give that script a name. Ah. Yeah, we've done a segment in the past where we would come up with vague descriptions for movies and then we'd like trying to guess what the movie is. You remember doing that? Yep. Okay, so I, I bought this game. It's called Big, uh, Big Screen's Little Sentences and it's vague descriptions for movies. What? Yeah, but it's just a bunch of them. So I don't have to come up with them. And I thought maybe we could do like a little segment right now where I read them off or I read maybe one, two, three. See how many you can get. Um, it depends on how, how long it takes you to get the first one. All right, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Uh, a sleepwalking teen is tormented by a monstrous rabbit. Is that Donnie Darko? 100%. You got it. Bing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did a few of these. I didn't know you were going to get it so fast. <laughs> I think the rabbit thing, you know, tips right, you off. Let me find one that's hard. <laughs> Just give me normal ones. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Reclusive adopted teenager discovers the impact of a haircut. Oh, no, no, no. The importance of a haircut. So let me go back. Edward Scissorhands. Nope. Reclusive adopted teenager discovers the importance of a haircut. Adopted is obviously really important and reclusive, too. These are important words for Uh, sure. uh. You want me to give it to you? Yeah. Tangled. Oh, Tangled. It's Rapunzel. It's the story yeah, of Rapunzel. It's Rapunzel. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I, I, I felt like you could get it. Oh, way. yeah. I've seen Tangled. I like Tangled. Here, let me do one. Okay. Oh, you want to do one? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, you might have seen this. After moving across country, an 11-year-old girl experiences joy and sadness. <laughs> Super vague. That is really vague. <laughs> After moving across country, an 11-year-old girl experiences joy and sadness? After moving across country, 
I don't know. Is it Annie? Mm-mm. Does she move? Nope. <laughs> I mean, she does. She moves out of the orphanage into Daddy Warbucks' house. Uh, she experiences joy and sadness after moving across country. An 11-year-old girl. You think I'm going to get this? Mm-mm. No? Nope. I wouldn't. Can you give me a hint? <laughs> it's... I believe it's animated. You believe it's animated? I don't think I've seen it, but I think you have. Wait, wait, wait. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Is it, um, is it Anastasia? Nope. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, though. Oh, yeah, it's animated for sure. It's Disney. You want me to give it to you? Oh, my God, I know what it is. What is it? Uh, is it, um... Inside Out? Yes. Yeah, joy and sadness are the emotions themselves. Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, one more, one more. Okay. After losing his mother, a young man preserves her memory by running the family business. After losing his mother, a young man preserves her memory by running the family business. Nothing's coming to me. Godfather? No. No? That doesn't happen Godfather. Well, it's not about the mother in Godfather, seriously. Sure. But you're headed in the right direction. Really? Good fellas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't mean by going through the mafia movies. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, this is, nothing's coming to me. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Psycho. Oh, wait. Read it to me again. What is it? After losing his mother, uh-huh. a young man preserves her memory by running the family business, which is the motel. Oh, yeah. That's it. And he preserves her. That's it. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I guess like I, I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, I, that, that is essentially it. If like if you think of like. Yeah, it's it's if, it's if part of, of him it. as being like the protagonist of it all it's kind of tricky though because it's like it's not something we would write because it's only part of like what the movie's about yeah because that yeah they don't even he's not even there for like that's the setup of the movie but it's not the what the movie's about it's a fun game right yeah don't look it anymore okay i won't look it we'll play this again i won't look it if it's a gift to up please let me know if it's a gift, you better just say so. Wow, it's big. Folks, it's a big black box. Kind of scary looking. Yep. It better not be my Christmas present. It's not. Because I got your Christmas present. Really? Yeah. Either you're planning on giving that to me on the podcast? Possibly. Okay. All right, we're opening this thing up. Got it. <laughs> Got a little baby Yoda. <gasps> oh my god! Wow, this is cool! It's a lightsaber! Yeah. Wow! The, so the idea was, I, I honestly just got as much Star Wars stuff together as I could, and I I was, I was pretty much created like a, uh, it's like a little Star Wars care package. Um, the only wow. Star Wars things I could get together were that lightsaber and that little baby Yoda. What's this do? What does so, it do? What's it <laughs> happening? What's it, what's it do? So, here, let me come on. Yeah, there's a switch on the bottom. Like, pretty much the extent of it is... you, So you can charge it with that cord, but the extent of it is that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this little, like... It, it's, it's got the... It's the handle. It's a really cool handle of the lightsaber. And then there's, like, this little nubbin. 
of like light for the saber part. But that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and it lights up. Yeah, so it's like a little. It's a little. How funny though. But it's neat. I yeah. mean, it's. I mean, for whatever reason, Lucasfilm made it like yeah. this. They made it like this for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. It looks more like a conductor baton, but it's cool. It's cool, right? I thought yeah. I thought it was cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I only have a lightsaber from you know back when I was a kid. So from the that's 80s. the one like the that's like a proper one that you can like. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have I. Uh, I don't know where they are, but my mom got us lightsabers like that too. Yeah, I mean, we weren't it. even into Star Wars, but oh yeah, <laughs> I like love I love mine. Mine's a, a a Vader one. And then of when course. you hit them together, would they go? No, that's later on. Oh. They did that. Ours just light up, and then they go, and you know, and they're plastic. So when you swing them, they go. Woo, yeah, woo, ours did the woo. You know, um, but like only because they it's were like, like going through the plastic. Were yeah. the one, were they the ones that were like really like well made, like the metal and the? No, oh, we that's what we had. We didn't get those. That yeah. <laughs> we didn't have those in the eighties. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't get a good reference point, but. <laughs> that about covers it it's good this, to be back it's right? good to be back on our first episode of season de season de i have a question for you uh-oh um and this is this is something i've been i've been actually itching to ask you this for a while now oh boy well it's been a long break you know what i say just rip the bandit off okay <clears throat> who pays for porn well, gosh, William, I don't. Well, I, I, I don't either. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. Oh, all right.